Stem Cells at Lunch Digested is brought to you by the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. Hello to Stem Cell Digested listeners, and today um, I'm, I'm going to interview Sergi uh, Junyet Espinoza, who is a PhD student at um, Center for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine. Um, hi, Sergi. Hello. Thanks for joining us today and giving a talk at our Stem Cells at Lunch um, seminar series. Um, so um, your talk is um, about um, organization of stem cells and the way they self-organize themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, why don't you start us up by telling what kind of stem cells you're working on and why they're so cool? Okay, so I work with embryonic stem cells and trophoblast stem cells. These are two types of stem cells that come that are derived from the early tissues, tissues of the embryo. The trophectoderm and the inner cell mass, which is basically the tissue that will give rise to the embryo. Right, and stem cells in the embryo divide and become the organism, so... Yeah, so stem cells derived from these tissues can grow in vitro and they can maintain a lot of the properties that the tissues in the embryo have. So, for instance, they can just continue dividing indefinitely, we call this self-renewal, and they can differentiate into any kind of tissue for the embryonic stem cells. So the embryonic stem cells can divide into any kind of tissue because they are pluripotent. The trophoblast stem cells can de- can can differentiate onto one specific tissue, which is placenta. Okay, um, cool. And so, when you talk about self organization of stem cells, what is exactly is this? Why do they need to do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it specific to the embryonic stem cells? Mm-hmm. So, self organization is the capacity of these cells to recognize the other cell and position physically position position themselves as well as their fate, according to the fate of the other cell. So during embryology, the position of the cell in the embryo is necessary to establish what's going to become one part of the embryo or not another. The fate differences between the cells will dictate how the embryo will develop. So what's going to become part of the embryo itself or what's going to become part of the placenta. Right. Okay, that's that's very cool. And... So basically, you use embryonic stem cells as a model to study a specific question, um, mm-hmm. scientific question. What would that be? What your PhD is about? So my PhD is based on the concept of self-organization, and we are asking the question: How do stem cells self-organize? So, what are the mechanisms, are the and the signals that are being exchanged to allow these stem stem cells to recognize themselves and recognize the other cell and organize between each other? Right. Okay, and uh, is there um, is there a lot of um, signals that scientists already know that happening between the cells? Do yeah. they exchange a lot of signals? Yeah, so this is the beauty. There's a lot of signals going on. So basically, say that in normal biology you have about five to six pathways that are playing a major role in any process that you can define. Uh, wind, sonic hedgehog, uh, delta notch. Yeah, those are the names of the pathways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So these are very basic uh, signaling pathways mm-hmm. that are acting throughout development. Right. In the early embryo, these all these pathways are playing together in a very restricted time frame. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's a lot of signals being exchanged. 
Cool. And so what's the specific signal that you are interested in? So we're interested in wind, which is one of the signals, and it has uh, an array of different pathways that, that the cells can follow after contacting the signal. And we're interested in wind because, uh, of, because of its properties. So wind is both a protein that induces cell renewal, which is one of the capacities of the stem cells, and it's a protein that patterns tissues. So because of its expression, where it's expressed, in what levels it's expressed, wind is able to tell the cell that it's next to the cell producing the wind, uh, what should it become and, and what shouldn't it. Right, so basically using this signaling pathway, cells can decide what kind of tissue they're going to become exactly. after they have experienced some kind of signal. Yes. Uh, while they're actually situated in the embryo. Yes, yes. Okay, wow. Um, cool. Um, yeah, so maybe you can um, explain specifically what kind of um, question you're pursuing in your PhD. Mm -hmm. So during my PhD, I've been looking at what are the mechanisms and signals that mediate self-organization. And, and we've precisely been looking at wind, which is a very important protein for, right. for this process. And then, because of wind, we've been looking at how stem cells interact with the signal, and we've discovered that embryonic stem cells generate some protrusions that work like a fishing rod to okay. contact the wind and, and react to this wind by uh, interacting with the cells that are around the cell that is sensing the wind. When cells sense mm -hmm. a certain um, signal, they generate protrusions. Mm. Um, yeah. So we've discovered that the cells always generate protrusions and they use these protrusions to sense the signal. But the protrusions are, bef are there before the signal is being sensed. Yeah. Right? So you can imagine the cell just fishing for any signal and contacting the wind. And because wind is a signal that is important for them, reacting to it and, and kind of like right. responding to it in a way. Okay, cool. So that happens in all embryonic cell stem cells. So we've seen that this happens in different types of embryonic stem cells. Uh, cool. And do you think that will help kind of understand how embryonic uh, tissue develops? Is that a big uh, overall goal of your project and maybe your lab in general? How do you see your yeah. project in that so, context? So I see my project fitting in two different windows. The first one is looking at basic mechanisms of cell-cell communication. So to me, it's very interesting to go at the very basic biology behind cell-to-cell -cell interactions to understand how these cells can communicate and self-organize um, without a strict need for a bigger functional role, in, mm -hmm. maybe in the embryo or like in, yeah. even in disease or other tissues. But at the same time, because of our results, we're able to inquire early embryology in a very, very simplistic manner. So we're looking at this initial interactions between cells that are dictating much bigger processes in the in the embryo. Yeah. Uh, but we're able to study things that are happening in a much more discrete manner than in an embryo where everything is happening at the same time. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for explaining your project. Um, Thank you. Okay, so as far as I know, you're um, coming close to finishing your PhD soon. Um, I was just wondering, do you think um, that your PhD experience kind of helped you um, form skills that you're going to use in your future career? What kind of career path do you think you will be pursuing? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So 
100% yes. My PhD experience has been all about learning. First of all, a ton of new things, things that I've never been interested on. Nice. That I've been kind of like continuously having to learn. Yeah. And second, a lot of skills that I actually can apply to basically everything. So from time management, time organization, the experiments have to happen at specific times and and then you need machines booked for these experiments and you need cells <laughs> growing at the same yeah. time and you have meetings that you have to solve and all these things are happening at the same time and you cannot freak out and die. Uh, so everything has to be coordinated. That's a major skill that everybody has to have in nice. different positions. Uh, Regarding career, so the main two options that I have in front of me are to continue in academia and maybe looking into a postdoc, maybe just continuing doing some ind independent research. I'm very interested in that because of the idea that I'm interested in basic molecular behaviors. Yeah, like your current project. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of something I'd like to continue in the future. Awesome. Uh, then the second career path could be stepping away from academia into more uh, company-based environments okay trying to develop projects on yeah. more of a maybe a research pharma lab or something like that that's an interesting scenario maybe not for me maybe not right now right so you're sticking to academic path I think because so. of your interest in like basic understanding of biology yeah that's awesome yeah I think so okay I'm taking the decision now yeah well good luck with that <laughs> thanks so much for joining me and thanks all the listeners for um, joining the stem cells digested podcast and we'll see you next time bye